You're listening to the Online Marketing Made Easy Podcast, episode number 150. Welcome to the Online Marketing Made Easy Podcast. Business advice so easy, you'll feel like you're cheating. And now your host, Amy Porterfield. Well, hey there, Amy Porterfield here, and welcome back to another episode of the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast. Thanks so much for tuning in. Today, you are in for a really special treat because today's episode is actually part two of a two-part series I created all around the power of creating a pre-launch strategy. So last week in episode number 149, I unveiled a 90-day pre-launch blueprint. And in that episode, I gave you step-by-step instruction on how to create your own pre-launch strategy. Now, you know me, I like to put it into a cheat sheet or blueprint or whatever you want to call it in order to make it actionable for when you are ready to create your pre-launch. So there is a freebie that goes along with each of these episodes, today's episode and last week's episode. So to get your hands on it, all you need to do is go to amyporterfield.com forward slash one five zero download amyporterfield.com forward slash one five zero download. And you're going to get my entire 90 day pre-launch blueprint. And let me tell you, it is good. I wanted to create this because so many of my students have struggled with their launch and they don't really have big email lists. They don't have a really thriving social media audience. And so when they launch, it's almost like they feel like they're launching to crickets. And I want to end that because I know it's soul crushing. I know how it feels because that is exactly what happened on my very first launch. That was a huge bomb, meaning bomb in a bad way. It didn't, it bombed. It did not do well. So I know the agony. I know the frustration. And one of the ways to fix your agony with a launch that you felt like was a huge failure is to start over, but get out in front of that launch with a pre-launch strategy. All the work you do to create original content, find your ideal audience, attract your ideal audience, nurture that audience, love up on them so that when you are ready to open the cart and sell your program, product, or service, your audience is ready to buy. That is my goal for last week's episode and then today's episode. So last week's episode was all about how to do a pre-launch strategy And so if you missed it, you don't need to go back and listen to it right now. I think you're going to love this episode. But then after you listen in on this episode, make sure to jump back to 149 because you are going to love it. What? My phone. It's like I'm an amateur. My phone just went off. We're going to keep on going. Okay. So with that, now that you know that I have a blueprint PDF download that you can use when you're ready to create your own pre-launch, you can go grab that. Today's episode is a case study in two amazing people that I dearly love who created a highly successful launch, and I believe that a huge piece of their success was due to their pre-launch strategy, and we're going to get into all the details. I asked them tons of questions about how they did it and what worked and what didn't work, and so you're going to get the backstage pass. So my two guests are Terry Cole and David Vox. Now, Terry and I go back 
a little ways. And I hinted at last week's episode that we go back enough that we were in the woods together, chanting some crazy mantras and doing some crazy moves at some retreat that I really can't talk about if I don't have a few glasses of wine. It was that crazy. So we had this special experience together the first time we met each other, and we've been fast friends ever since. But I want to give her a proper introduction because she's a pretty impressive woman. So let me tell you about my good friend, Terry. Terry is a New York-based licensed psychotherapist, relationship expert, and the founder of The Real Love Revolution. For two decades, Terry has worked with some of the world's most well-known personalities. Terry's favorite motto when it comes to creating healthy, vibrant love is it's not magic, it's psychology. And her strategies and courses have proven to create sustainable positive change plus true transformation for thousands of women worldwide. Now, here's the extra good part. She's been featured as an expert on A&E's Monster and Laws, TEDx, CNN, my favorite, Real Housewives. Yes, she was on Real Housewives of New York as a psychotherapist to one of the ladies. I mean, come on, does it get much better than that? Not in my world. She's also been featured on Cosmo and Vogue and Italian L, plus many others. Now, both David and Terry sent me little fun facts about themselves. So Terry's fun fact is in her previous career incarnation, Terry was a talent agent way back in the day and negotiated contracts for Naomi Campbell and Demi Moore and many others. She said, look, it was the 90s. These ladies were a big deal, which of course they were. So I thought that was pretty cool. So that's Terry Cole. Now, let me tell you about David Vox. David is Terry's business partner and a Norwegian online serial entrepreneur living in Barcelona. He is a marketing and branding expert and has produced over 150 coaching programs. His superpowers include successfully promoting high ticket online transformational programs. So he's got this special niche in the transformational programs. David has been featured in the Forbes series, Entrepreneurs Rocking the World, which is pretty impressive, and wait for his fun fact. He was Mr. Gay Europe and Norway in 2005. So Terry and David were pretty big hot shots, let me tell you, and they still are because they are producing some amazing programs together with some awesome success. Now, at the end of this episode, and this is a long one, so I'm going to just warn you, it's probably my longest episode, but it's that good. You've got to listen to the whole thing because at the end, we're going to tell you what their email list and Facebook page and YouTube channel and their email open rates. We're going to tell you what it looked like before they launched and then what it looked like after they launched. And you are going to be absolutely amazed. It is that good. Now, here's how this episode is going to shake out. I'm going to walk you through the seven steps that Terry and David used to create massive launch success. And the first six steps are all about the pre-launch experience. So instead of talking about just exactly what they did when they launched, I wanted to flip the script a little bit and talk about what they did in the pre-launch because that's where most of my listeners are totally missing out, almost ignoring the whole pre-launch process. And I don't know about you, but I learn best when someone says, okay, this is what I did, but here's exactly the details around it. So we're going to paint the picture for you, both David, Terry, and myself, we're all going to talk about this. 
So really quickly, let me walk you through the seven steps. I'm just going to name them, and then I'm going to get into each of them when Terry and David come on. So step number one, they launched a pilot program. Step number two, they surveyed their list. Step number three, they built up a main platform. For them, it was YouTube. For you, it might be a podcast or a blog, but I want you to hear about how they had a platform that was a total dud and what they did to revive it. Step four, they created a launch freebie. Step five, they created a free community inside of a closed Facebook group. Step six, they created a 21-day challenge inside of that Facebook group. And then step seven, they opened their cart with multiple webinars. And wait till you hear how they segmented their webinars. So freaking good. You're going to love it. And then a little extra, they debrief at the end to tell me what they would never, ever do again and what they would add the next time they launch. So this is going to be an action-packed, tons of value episode. I won't make you wait any longer. Let's dive in. My brand voice guide is my business's North Star when it comes to keeping all my business content and marketing content clear, consistent, and inviting. That's why I created the brand voice guide outline you wish you had sooner, which is a free resource to help your business experience the same as mine. So all you have to do is plug in your business details into the given outline that I've created that has all the essential components of a brand voice guide. So you don't even have to pay to get it created like I did. You can plug in your information and you'll be well on your way to having a cohesive voice across all brand assets. And I've even shared my own brand voice guide with you so you can use it as a reference as you craft your own. It's like having a mentor right by your side. So go to amyporterfield.com forward slash voice guide to grab your copy of the brand voice guide outline you wish you had sooner. And I can promise you, you're going to elevate your brand instantly. That's amyporterfield.com forward slash voice guide. Terry and David, thank you so much for being on the show. I'm thrilled to have you here. So excited to be here, Aim. (laughs) <laughs> Thank you so much, Amy. <laughs> I, I'm so excited to do this interview because we have spent some time detailing the whole thing out, and I feel like it's going to be very step-by-step. Step. And if you're cool with it, I am ready just to dive in. Sounds good to both of you? Perfect. Okay. Sounds Great. So to get things rolling, let's first talk about the online course that you created for this launch. I'm going to do a little rapid fire with you, Terry, because I want to get down to the details. Are you good with that? Great. Okay. So first of all, the name of the program is Real Love Revolution. What is the focus of your program and who is your ideal audience? Well, the program takes women through the five pillars that I've created to create healthy, sustainable, real love in their lives, right? So it's for both single women and for women in relationships. So I would say the demographic or women in our tribe are really high functioning and successful. They identify as over-functioners basically in their relationships. They struggle with perfectionism, which I'm sure you would know nothing about. (laughs) (laughs) They are highly intuitive and sensitive to other people's emotions, and they struggle with setting boundaries in their personal relationships. Gotcha. So, and you cater to women that are not in a relationship yet and also those that are already in a relationship, right? Yes, because basically the focus of the program is your relationship with yourself. Ooh, gotcha. I feel like that's a little bit of a really good Trojan horse. 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, listen, you, you can't call it like, you know, self-love is the only path to true love because nobody <laughs> would take the course. <laughs> right. So I, I like what you did there for sure. Now, how did you organize the content inside the course? Okay. So we had the, the modules, right? You had the training videos. We had the exercises, which were PDFs weekly, the integration exercises, which was a really important piece of it. Weekly live streams or weekly, I guess, Facebook broadcasts. We had a secret group in Facebook, which is the Facebook community, and then an education platform where everything was delivered for people who actually didn't want to be on Facebook in any way. Oh, cool. So you've had this membership site where people would log in, but then there's a lot of activity. I know this firsthand, a lot of activity inside of your paid Facebook group where you're doing your live streams and all that good stuff. Okay. And was the content dripped or did they get it all at once? It was dripped weekly. Every single week. And was there a start date and an end date to the program? Yes. Started on February 1st. And once we got going, I actually added a week Oh, because I realized that the first week really was about people getting acclimated to the education platform. And a lot of people in our demographic are not like super tech savvy. Right. And so it took a period of time for them to be comfortable going into the Facebook group and making sure that it was really a secret group. And so now the end date, it's started February 1st. The end date is April 15th. So it's actually 11 full weeks. Nice. And you're very active in the group and people are responding so well to it. So I just got to say, congratulations on an amazing program. Beyond just the success of selling it, the content is fantastic. So congrats on that. Thank you so much. It's Trust me, it's two decades in the making and very exciting. (laughs) (laughs) I do love that we kind of are just honest. Like It didn't just happen overnight. And we're going to talk a little bit about that coming up. But I love that you put that out there. Real quick, one last question. The price of the program? $997. That's and, the one pay price. Okay. And did you have a payment plan? Yes. I had a payment plan of $97 a month for an entire year that I think I learned about from you. Well, <laughs> imagine that. I love it. How do you feel about doing the payment plan? Did you feel good about that? I mean, obviously it's going to be more work in the long run, but I'm assuming your audience responded well to it. Well, I think that for, as you talk about it, Eamon, it really is the truth that it opens up the possibility for a different demographic and so many more people to participate in the course. Yes. So if I hadn't done the 12 month thing, and I do feel, I do feel good about it. And listen, I've never done it before. So we're going to see by the end of this year, what was the, you know, there, there'll be a percentage, obviously, of people who default and whatever that is. If we hadn't done the monthly thing, we would have done some other yeah. payment program. I, I can't imagine just launching and saying it's only a one pay because it would be very limiting demographic wise. For sure. I bet my audience who doesn't know you yet, Terry, is now mesmerized by your amazing voice and <laughs> you're putting them into a trance as we speak. My mom went through, is going through your program as well. And the first thing she did is she called me up and she said, oh, her voice is beautiful. And I could listen to her every single day. And I said, oh I God, know. Cute. (laughs) She is pretty cute, but it's true. Okay. So I do love your voice and I love listening to you. And even if you just talk about nothing important, which is not what we're doing here, I'm just going to listen to you all the time. So this is going to be a little treat for me as well. So (laughs) David's coming up soon, but we're not ready for David just yet because I'm going to get into step one. And Terry, I'm going to have you take this one as well. 
So step one, because you all know I love going through step by step. And as I mentioned in the intro, there are seven steps to this process that David and Terry have created. And step one is that they launched a pilot program. And so Terry, will you talk to me about this pilot program? Like I want to know details about how long ago did you do it? Who was invited? What it looked like? Okay. So this was over a year ago was the quote unquote pilot program, but the beta test, honestly, it became a test in hindsight. Once David and I really started working together in earnest, we had known each other, but once our our business relationship really solidified, because after that first launch, I was actually in my car, bawling my eyes out, actually talking to Chris Carr, one of our mutual friends about the launch, because the marketing company that I had used came in 68% above their original estimate. Uh. So any profit that I would have made on that quote unquote beta tested launch thing, I really didn't make it. And so I I was so frustrated and so upset about that. And I did have enough mind to do an exit survey with the people who had taken the course and learned a lot. But it was really from David's input, his way of looking at it. And he was like, telling me how important this data was. And it was, it was going to be amazing that I could see what I was experiencing as a failure is really the valuable feedback that could eventually be used as the foundation for a more successful situation. Gotcha. So you did this, I mean, pilot program, beta program, we're calling it the same thing, right? We're talking about the same thing. Yeah. yeah, So you did this beta test and at the time you're like, oh my gosh, that wasn't a huge success. So it felt really bad for you. And then you and David started to work together and David's like, wait a second, this, this information is golden. Yes. Okay. And and what I didn't know what was going to happen, though, Aim, on this is that I had my own trepidation about launching this because I wanted to. But what I had done successfully for almost two decades, which was me in a therapy room with a person one on one, I knew that my strategies worked because I had so much evidence in my experience as a therapist and a coach. What I didn't know is would it work in an online forum and would it work with people all over the world? And would it, would it work if they had no one-on-one time with me? And that's really what that beta program showed us too, is that it absolutely translated. Okay. I love that. Now, David, Terry was telling me that you went through the surveys of this beta test to kind of pull out some of the important stuff. Like, tell me about your experience with that. Well, a lot of the people that took the first program, they wrote in detail all of the different experiences and transformations that they had. So it was really interesting actually connecting with them on Skype and asking them much more specific questions because there is just so many things that creates ripple effects in their life. Because if they change their life, maybe they're ending an abusive relationship. Maybe they got into a relationship. Maybe they got pregnant and they have been wanting that for their entire life. All of these things, they kind of not always fit into the narrative and the timeline of a short survey. So what I saw when I started digging into this, that there is just gold of information and transformation waiting actually to be shown to her audience. And so you used a lot of the stories you got and the testimonials from this beta program to shape what the pre-launch and the launch looked like for the successful program that we're talking about now, the successful experience you just had. So am I on the right page there? Yes, correct. Perfect. Okay. So moving into step number two, step number one, they did a beta test, a pilot program a year in advance. And then 
Terry felt like, oh, that wasn't as successful as I thought it would be. And David luckily said, oh my gosh, you, you just created a goldmine for us to have a successful experience following. And I think I wanted to really hit home. Like I've said it three times, I know, but a lot of my students will come out for the first time of their program and think that was a huge failure. And if they look at that as, wait a second, I can say that that is my beta test and I'm going to learn a lot from it. I'm going to pick myself up and do it again. Terry and David are a case study of that exact experience. So listen as we get into the details. And at the end, I'm kind of teasing you as to what they actually ended up with in terms of success. It's going to blow you guys away. So let that first experience with your program, maybe not the best experience, guide you into creating something pretty amazing, which is what we're getting into now. So step number two is that you all surveyed Terry's list that she already had. So Terry started to build an email list and you surveyed that list. So David, will you break down this whole experience of the survey for us? Yeah, because after talking and of course seeing the survey for her beta test, her pilot program, we can see that there were some common denominators that kept recurring all the time. So when we surveyed the entire list, we can kind of ask a lot of these questions and figure out, is this something that is happening for a lot of women or is it just the people that were in our program? So we had just a Google survey that went out and we had a lot of, you know, yes and no questions in the beginning just to get people started and then getting them more to explain their status quo and also their their narrative or their dreams for the future. So we had almost 2000 responses. And what I thought was so interesting, and it still kind of breaks my heart, is that 67% of these women, they never had healthy role models for love growing up. So it kind of told us that, you know, there is a lot of women that maybe doesn't actually know how to create healthy, loving relationships in their lives. And for the single women, and this was for people, women in relationships and those that were single, but 54% of these women, they were single, they attracted the same wrong guy over and over again. On the positive note, 89% of these women believed that real love was possible for them. So it kind of told us that even though there was a lot of challenges and pain points, there is a lot of positivity and hope that they can actually create real love in their life in the future. So luckily for us, we had a program. (laughs) (laughs) Imagine that. So Terry, when you surveyed your list and you saw these 2000 responses and, and learned of the information about no healthy role models and the fact that these women did believe in real love. My question to you is, were you surprised by any of this or did you think, you know, this is what I knew, but now it's been validated? Like, what was your experience with the data? It was the latter. It was that I had been speaking to a lot of this in a lot of the work that I've been doing, and I was most interested in healthy love. And I felt like when David and I first started, you know, we're, we're, became friendly years ago, you know, he was saying like, what do you, what do you want to do the most or what are you most lit up about? And even back then when I was considered more of a fear expert and all of that, I had said healthy love, because I really think that it's not just like I'm an expert, but I know really how to do it because I've been doing it in my personal life as well. And so this really validated what I thought was true, but it also gave me the black and white evidence of going forward and making it bigger and taking into consideration all of the suggestions from the people who had taken the beta course of really making those changes and how could you make it the best, most comprehensive course possible. Yes, it's so true. And I think one thing that we need to remember when we actually take the time to survey our audience is that just what Terry was saying, that 
she had these ideas. She she was pretty clear about where her audience was, but now it was black and white. There was no question. So every time she created a piece of content or wrote an email or put something out on social media or into her free Facebook community, which we'll talk about, she knew that she was spot on. There was no second guessing, lack of confidence, not sure if this was the right message. And there's something magical that happens when you have that confidence in speaking to your audience. So I love that you guys didn't cut any corners. You surveyed your audience. And what David said when he was giving me the notes around this is he said, we use the survey as our map toward what subjects to target as we created our YouTube videos on the core platform, which is step number three. And I love the connection there. So you surveyed your audience to make sure you were on the right page with your overall course, but you also now had an amazing goldmine for what should we create content about on a weekly basis? So many of my students are stuck with what kind of content should I create? I feel stuck. I'm blocked. I don't know what to keep putting out there. You survey your audience and you will know. So really quick, last week I talked about Mind Your Business, which is a podcast with James Wedmore and my dear friend Phoebe. And it's so good. David, do you listen to that one yet? Yeah. And I also met Phoebe. So I just love her. I love Phoebe. (laughs) She's so amazing. So they just did a recent podcast. I mentioned this last week as well about surveying your audience. So I'll link to it in the show notes because I feel like step two, David and Terry knocked it out of the park and it really shaped their content creation. So this is a step we cannot skip. So I'll link to that in the show notes. It's a great podcast episode for sure. So moving into step number three, it's all about building up a main platform. And for Terry, that was YouTube. Terry's amazing on video. She connects with people instantly. And what's interesting is that Terry already had a YouTube channel. So before I bring on David to talk about this in even more detail, (laughs) Terry, I've got to hear from you. Talk about what your YouTube channel looked like before (laughs) and kind of what it was doing for you. (laughs) Well, I didn't even know it was supposed to be doing anything for me. (laughs) So therefore, according to me, it was doing just fine until, (laughs) until I started understanding through David was really educating me. And keep in mind, and he'll be nice about it, but I had so much resistance to make the changes that he wanted to make, which oh, is so funny. Right? I didn't I know that. Him. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh interesting. Yes. What was some of that resistance? What was like, so what, give me an example of what he was suggesting you do around YouTube and video and where your resistance was coming from. Sure. I can give you like 10 examples because <laughs> I don't know how he stayed. I don't know how he didn't business-wise break up with me from all of this, but I had massive resistance around, he wanted me to do longer videos. He was telling me you have to do 20 minute videos. And even though I knew nothing about it, I was like, nobody wants to watch a 20 minute video. What do you know? (laughs) My videos had been two to three minutes for five years. I'd been doing a weekly tune-up tip. You know, my open rate was whatever it was my, you know, but I had no engagement on YouTube and that's the truth. Maybe a really popular tune-up tip because anything I did around meditation would be very popular. So over five years, maybe something would have been viewed a thousand times or 2,500 times, but most things were viewed 400 times, let's say, even years later. And David will, David will hit you with all the other like factual of what is happening right now because of the changes. But one of the, the resistance to the long form is similar for me personally in the same, the same thing that I had a resistance to David's suggestion that I be more of myself, quote unquote, than like my therapist self. 
I had a lot of resistance to that as well. Mm-hmm. And we're, we would go back and forth about what that means. And he's like, Terry, you're funny and you're, you curse and you're in real life, you're really compelling. And he was basically saying he thought that I was only showing a part of who I was and maybe not even the best part. <laughs> <laughs> and so, you know, I, I, I did eventually relent because he is very patient. That's all I can say. Which is so nice to have that in a business partner. So I think that helped immensely. So you you oh. had this YouTube channel that basically wasn't getting much traction whatsoever. You had these really <laughs> short videos, which I agree. I would have thought the really punchy, short, to the point videos would have done well. And David saying, no, we're going with 20-minute videos. We're using the survey to pull out the topics. I know he said, no longer are we going to just do like branded subjects that no one's searching for, but let's start talking about relationships, because I'm assuming you all knew if we get more into details about relationships, people are going to find us for that. And then of course, go on this journey with us into your program. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Exactly. Love it. I know you're focused on marketing and selling your digital products, but I know many of you also have physical products and I want to talk about Shopify. Shopify is a user-friendly commerce platform that helps you, my dear online entrepreneur, build an online store and make more sales at any stage of your business. They're the force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, Brooklinen, and millions of other businesses at every size. Let me tell you why Shopify is an online entrepreneur's dream platform. It's because it helps turn your browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout experience. In fact, it converts 36% better compared to other leading e-commerce platforms. Yeah, loving that. And I don't know about you, but as an online entrepreneur, my customer's experience, especially when it comes to checking out, is so important. Plus, not only do they support your customers, they support you as the entrepreneur. Shopify's award-winning help desk is there to support your success through every question and every step of the way. There's a reason Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash made easy, all lowercase. So go to shopify.com slash made easy now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. That's shopify.com slash made easy. We are online marketers, which means we have unique needs. And there are so many options out there for paid media. Sometimes it's hard to figure out where should you go to reach your ideal audience. But here's the thing. Have you thought about LinkedIn ads? LinkedIn ads empowers marketers with solutions for you and your customers, and it allows you to build the right relationships and drive results and reach your customers with meaningful content. You do not want to sleep on LinkedIn ads. And here's the thing, 79% of content marketers said LinkedIn produces the best results for paid media. I hear it from so many of my peers, and I know you're doing important work. And with that, you wanna make sure that the work you're doing is getting in front of the right people. And that's what LinkedIn ads will allow you to do. So let your marketing efforts connect with the right audience and get a $100 credit on your next campaign. So if you go to linkedin.com slash Amy, you can get that $100 credit. So that's linkedin.com slash Amy. Terms and conditions apply. 
Okay, so David, you and Terry put together a plan to transform Terry's YouTube channel and turn it into a platform that would attract the perfect audience for the Love Revolution program. So obviously you wanted to engage the right audience, build trust, affinity. Also, you wanted to start list building, which I thought was great. So break it down for us. What did you do with the YouTube channel specifically? Well, we did have much longer videos, so they were around 20 minutes. And we know on YouTube that they really do prefer longer videos and high quality content. So they do look for videos that has a lot of likes or dislikes and a lot of comments. So six months before the launch, we started to transform the YouTube channel and we started adding all of these longer videos. Okay. I have to stop you. I'm so sorry. Six Mm. months, guys. They got in front of this six months in advance of launching. Now, I know that feels like a lot. And Terry, did it feel like, holy cow, this is so long before we launch? Or did you just know like, oh, this is, this is good. We've got some time to ramp up. No, I felt like I actually felt that the overhaul that really David was orchestrating and had, had designed for me, the launch was only one part of the overhaul because I've really had been searching for this overhaul for so long and just didn't have the skills to do it myself and hadn't found the right person to partner with on this. So for me, I was super psyched cool. to have a really long lead time. Yeah, it, it must have felt really good. Like six months before you launch, you're going to overhaul this whole thing. Okay, so David, I fully cut you off, but I that was a big piece, a huge <laughs> kudos to you for doing so. So, okay, keep going. Yeah. And just on the YouTube channel, we start hitting all the pain points and Terry really got to show her brilliance and also show all her different sides. And I think the YouTube audience just fell in love with her and they started commenting. And of course, we got a lot of good rankings for her videos. And since Terry had to answer every single comment, people could see that she's an expert that really validates and really listens and really responds to everyone. So she she started to build up all of this trust and uh, consistency and credibility every week. And then for every week, because we look at you, Amy, as the number one expert, we added lead Mm -hmm. magnets every week to collect the leads from YouTube. And that has been a huge game changer for our platform. And we have specific pain points and specific tags in the email system. So we can target people very specifically from the channel, which is amazing. Now, I know I shouldn't choose favorites, but David has become one of my favorites because (laughs) he doesn't just listen to what I say on my podcast and what I've been doing in my own podcast with list building. He actually showed up and with Terry, they did it. They really did create a bunch of list building opportunities from Terry's videos. And I love that because at the end, we're going to share with you guys where Terry's list was when she started and where it is now. And you'll be blown away by those results. So showing up, doing the work, and let's be honest, you guys, it wasn't easy, right? It couldn't have been just overnight. You had 30 videos out there with a bunch of freebies. Like this stuff takes work, right? Yeah. It takes (laughs) work and time and thought. And one last thing I want to say about sort of the overhaul of the platform, which led to basically the launch is that the way the platform was before, and I feel like probably many people who do what I do in, in this world of empowerment are the same because we want to be an expert on everything because we don't want to exclude anyone. And that it was a very disjointed platform that really was not engineered for dialogue. Okay. You know, and and what David taught me and helped me understand was how to really be in a meaningful dialogue with, and even just giving me the task that every single week, every single day, even now, I prioritize being on YouTube 
even while the launch, even while the course is happening and answer questions. Like I don't just stop. I'm in the free group and answer questions, like being present and knowing that by putting the work in, as he was always telling me, like that it will pay off in a different way, in a real way. Oh, okay. I love that. It will pay off in a real way and in a different way. And that's true. I think a lot of us, once the launch is done, we're like, oh, I got to take a break. I got to stop Mm -hmm. doing all this. And here you are still in your YouTube comments, knowing you're going to launch again. And that's not the only reason why you do it. But if we're talking marketing strategy, you've got to keep up these rituals and habits of engaging with your audience, even when you're not in a pre-launch or in a launch. Yes, because they don't want to feel used. Exactly. Exactly. And it is all about what they feel during the launch and after the launch that's important. So, oh, so, so good. I love that. Not easy by any means, but you're showing up. (laughs) And I love what Terry said. She made it a priority. Like it is a priority every day. She's showing up like that. And if it's for me, if it's not in my calendar, it's not going to happen. So I've got to like schedule this stuff. So, so brilliant. Now, one more thing about this, obviously we, again, just to remind everyone where we're at, step three, building out the YouTube channel, which is kind of like the biggest piece of this puzzle because it changed everything in terms of attraction, finding the audience, list building, all that good stuff. But one more thing you told me you did is that, David, you mentioned that you actually were talking about the upcoming program, Real Love Revolution, in the Mm. videos and as soon as like December hit. So you guys launched in... January, but in December, you started to talk about the program. Yeah. And we also have some promo videos that we shot and they were not exactly sales videos. They were talking about these different pain points with Terry's amazing voice <laughs> and showing them a narrative and showing, you know, generation after generation, how these different love patterns have been inherited from one family to another and so on. So in every video at the ending, it would say, Join me and one powerful group of women at One Transformational Adventure starting February 1st, 2017. So it was like an open gestalt. It was like a teaser for what was coming. And a lot of people were like, okay, when is this starting? (laughs) (laughs) Mm -hmm. Which is always great. That's one thing that I actually learned a long time ago from Marie Forleo. I noticed that in her video show, she started to talk about, hey, B-School's coming up, get excited. And I thought, you know, back in old the traditional way of internet marketing, you never mention your product until the carts open. And Mm -hmm. that feels very salesy. And I love that you all were saying, hey, we've got something really cool coming up. Pay attention. Stay with us here. I feel like that soft little soft sell before the cart opened probably really actually created more trust and affinity. Definitely. Yeah. I love that. Okay. So we're going to move on to step number four, which is to create a launch freebie. Now, in addition to the freebies you all offered on the YouTube videos during your pre-launch, you also created a core lead magnet for the entire launch. Now, here's what's really interesting. A lot of you have different audiences that you want to cater to, and you feel really pulled, like, should I talk to this audience or that audience? What was so brilliant about Terry and David's launch is that they catered to people that were single and also those in a relationship. So for their launch freebie, and I'm going to have David explain why they did this launch freebie in addition to all the freebies on the YouTube channel. But in addition to those freebies, the launch freebie was one, your attraction style for singles. And then they had another one, your relationship archetype for those in a relationship. And then after people opted in, they got redirected to the private Facebook group, which we're going to talk about in the next step, step five. 
So David, will you share with me the strategy behind these core lead magnets for your launch? If you already had the freebies in the YouTube channel, what was the reason why you wanted to create these as well? Well, we wanted to create an opt-in opportunity to build a massive waiting list and a tribe for the program, and also to show off all of our beautiful promo videos. So we had only one URL, just one freebie URL that we put all the traffic towards. And we split tested this lead magnet with many variations. And somehow the over-functioning sisters, a video we made with Terry, it hit home. And it so was just, you have an accent. So I just want to make sure people understand what you said. So over-functioning sisters, when we were doing the prep for this, one of my girls that works on the podcast, she's like, what the heck is an over-functioning sister? So Terry, you might need to just really quick explain that because it was so interesting but before you explain it, Terry, what I think is so important that David said is they split tested a lot and they thought mm-hmm. that they were going to find there was going to be a different headline that would totally attract. David said, I was looking for something a little bit more sexier, but then this really stuck out. So real quick, David, I'm sorry. I keep interrupting you. I keep getting excited, but <laughs> will you explain, Terry, what an overfunctioning sister is? Yes, it's it's probably most of the sisters listening to this <laughs> podcast. It's really, I mean, part of the demographic that we identified were overfunctioning, high functioning, codependent women. And not like, you know, not your mother's codependency, right? Not like with the image of like weakness and can't get it done, but almost like the super woman. I'll do it all. Getting it all done. Yes. And so they really related to the overfunctioning because they're tired. Mm. So who doesn't identify it resonated? And they also know that I'm a recovering-ish codependent over-functioning person. So they feel like, wow, there's hope. Yes. Okay. I love that. Okay, David, I'm not going to keep interrupting you. So basically (laughs) keep going on this whole idea of a launch freebie. Well, this launch freebie, it actually had a conversion rate of 66 to 67%, which of course, everyone who was an ambassador and affiliate got super excited about because everyone was pushing their traffic this way. And so once somebody opted in, we actually asked them, are you in a relationship or are you single? And then you went to separate landing pages. On one landing page that were for single, we had specific gifts, of course, the assessment, as you said. And then on the relationship, once we had different ones. And we started sending them emails with gifts and video promos that was custom to the relationship status. And that was a huge differentiator, I think. So when someone opted in, we could kind of invite them directly into the Facebook group. So the next landing page you got was immediately come over to the Facebook group and join me now, mama. (laughs) (laughs) I love how he says mama. Say it again for me, David. (laughs) Mama. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it said. (laughs) It said, come join now, mama. I love it. So that's (laughs) another thing that you all don't get to experience because obviously the launch is over, but there were these little things that Terry says, like, Terry's always like, hey, what's up, mama? And so when you see it in her marketing, you realize she really is being herself and this is what you get. And then when you get into the group, you don't feel fooled. You're like, oh yeah, this is the same chick that I've been watching in the videos. Now I get to communicate with her live in a Facebook group. So it all blended so nicely. So just a reminder that we get to be ourselves in our marketing because we are our own bosses, which is kind of an amazing thing. Okay, Mm -hmm. so, and I also love that David shared with me earlier that when someone opted in, they didn't have to wait for that person to open up the email, get the download, and then invite them to the Facebook group because they instantly sent them to a thank you page like, hey, we're sending you your freebies and join the Facebook group right now. So it was on that thank you page, which I think is so very smart. So Mm -hmm. I'm glad that you brought that up. 
Okay. So now we're moving into step number five, which is to create a Facebook group. And we're talking a free community where you got to introduce your launch freebies. You got to do videos with them and all that good stuff. I'm going to give it away because I want Terry to talk about what she did. But I want to point out, because we've been talking about Facebook groups a lot on this podcast, that this is that overarching community where you get to talk about different topics and Terry is that go-to source, the leader of the group. And this is before she's actually opening up her cart. So she's building this community in advance of all of that. So Terry, how did you create community and engagement inside of this group? Well, the first thing that we did is we had the free weekly Facebook live experience, right? So that was weekly. It was a Q&A. So we would pin to the top of the page a weekly question that would be the focus of that week. So they knew that, th- that that's what we were going to be talking about on Friday. They sent their questions in to my assistant. So it was organized. It wasn't just like, oh, if you get on the line, it was really people getting their questions specifically answered for them. Yes. We created this clear narrative week by week. Also, me being there and, of course, answering questions in the Facebook group. And that, that was the real thing, was creating the community. But they, they were all excited about the being live on Fridays. We called it the Friday Focus Question. That was the hashtag. So, again, we were creating a social media community and awareness around it as well. And promoting it, inviting other people. This is how we built that Facebook group up, that it was we were putting it out there in, in a social media way with the hashtag saying, hey, if you want your questions answered by Terry personally, join this group and be here Friday. Like they had to join the Facebook group, obviously, to be on the Facebook live experience. Gotcha. Okay. So there's a lot of live video going on. You were asking questions. You were answering questions throughout the week. And the community started to just kind of share things in that group, right? They started to share their experiences and talk about, here's what's cool. So Terry did these assessments. So your attraction style and then your relationship archetype, right? Yeah. And so then people figured out, well, what their attraction style was. Now they're sharing it in the group and talking about it. So if someone else didn't take the assessment yet, they're like, where do I find it? Or this is my relationship archetype. What is yours? Someone's like, uh, I don't know. Where do I find it? So now people are going back to these freebies and opting in. I feel like you created the best experience for that. Yeah, I feel like David created the best experience <laughs> for that. And I just did what he said. But <laughs> I mean, seriously, I love it. Let's give David some credit because that was really, really smart. So yep. speaking of things that are really, really smart in a pre-launch, you also did a 21-day challenge. So this is step number six. And get ready, guys, because after we talk about the challenge, we're getting into what they did on webinars, which will kind of blow your mind. So I'm just kind of tease it right there. But step number six is to create a 21-day challenge. And I love this because not only was your challenge right on point with what you were going to sell, but also it's just one extra way to engage people. So David, tell me about this challenge and how it worked and what the goal was and all that good stuff. Well, it was a 21-day meditation challenge, which was called the Real Love Meditation Challenge. And the goal of the challenge was to warm the list up for the launch, you know, open up the emails and get a good experience. And we offered also daily affirmations that Terry wrote in all social media channels and then linking back to the challenge. So if you didn't join on one day or five, you could still join and you would see these beautiful affirmations that were all around relationship and love. 
So we ran this from January the 1st to January the 21st. And the card, of course, opened the minute the challenge stopped. Okay. And we just ran the challenge inside a Facebook group. So you had to opt in through the funnel. So we knew if you were in a relationship or single before you could join. And we literally only announced this to her email list and in the different social media channels. But we also gave it to all of the different ambassadors and affiliates because it was just like one more way for them to engage people just through one single link that had then this challenge and all these assessments and later up on in the next segment, the webinars. Okay. So I love that this challenge ended when the cart opened to the program. And remember with daily challenges, people are opening up their emails to get that daily challenge. Now remind me, Terry, was this 21 day real love meditation challenge, where is it daily meditation? And were they hearing your voice every day? Yes. Okay. So that's huge guys, because now people are hearing from Terry. So they're getting used to Terry coming into their house every single day. And they're loving it because she's getting them those results that they're looking for, feeling better, getting into a habit, into a ritual. They're opening up her emails. So I feel like you all did this challenge beautifully. Now, Terry, I'm curious, as the content creator of the entire launch that you put together, what was your experience with the whole 21-day challenge? I honestly feel like the 21-day challenge, it was it was amazing and it was very like brought people together, but it was more like the free gift icing on the launch cake. If I could say it like <laughs> yes, that, that's I like, like weird, but you know what I mean? Because the six months prior to this is really what set the stage for the tribe and the community feel that happened more than this. I feel like this was almost like a celebration, a gift for the tribe that we had already created over all of those months of consistently caring about them and caring about what they were going through and what they were experiencing and seeing them and you know validating them and valuing them i really do think that this was just like a, a thank you so for that cool. yep i love it the challenges can do some amazing things inside of a pre-launch and you're right all that work up front the six months of the youtube videos only added to this entire experience. So that's why I love that we're talking about this whole pre-launch experience and what it looked like for all of you, which is actually a perfect segue because now we're getting into step number seven, which is the cart opened up with a multiple webinar strategy, which we're going to talk about. But here's what I want you all to really pay close attention to. Steps number one through six were all about the pre-launch because Terry and David's experience is solid proof that if you do the work up front, if you're patient and you take the time to actually warm up your audience with amazing value, you are setting yourself up for launch success. Now, don't get me wrong. They did a lot of work in the launch process as well. And we're going to talk about some of that right now, but we cannot overlook the fact that they really put a stake in the ground and said, we're going to do this right up front. And I know that in episode 149, I gave you all a 90-day pre-launch blueprint, but the way that Terry and David did it, they did a six-month pre-launch blueprint. So if you can give yourself that extra time, by all means do so, because now we're going to talk about some of the success with their launch. So David, will you walk us through what it looked like once the cart opened up? Well, the cart was only open for two weeks. Actually, my idea was to have it open for four weeks, but then we got some tips from you, Amy, and we did not (laughs) do that. Thank God. We also did not put 50 videos on the sales page, which was my plan. <laughs> Thank God we had none. <laughs> well, Otherwise, I don't. 
again, I love that you're such a good student because I, as I mentioned in the intro, David, Terry, and I got to talk just a little bit before they launched and they had all these amazing videos and David was going to put them on the sales page. And I thought, I'm a little nervous about that because when people start watching a bunch of sales videos or promo videos on the sales page, they get very distracted. They don't take action. There's too much going on. So David's like, okay, we're going to change that. And so glad you did. It was amazing advice. And also your podcast was a game changer for this launch because a year ago when I started working with Terry, I was walking around listening to your podcast all the time. You were like my Oprah Winfrey in marketing. (laughs) (laughs) And I really knew how to create these type of high ticket coaching programs, uh, producing them. I produced over 150 of them, but I didn't know how to get them convert. So you, Amy, alone is like my biggest guide to online marketing strategies. So I'm just very, very grateful. Thank you. That means the world to me. So thank you, David. And when, once we had everything figured out, we had the card open for two weeks and we had six webinars for Terry, three for each relationship status. And then we had five additional affiliate webinars. So in total, we had around 9,400 people that signed up for the webinars and around 3,400 that were live. Okay. And we so could... that's a lot of webinars. Terry, oh my gosh, were you exhausted? Oh, I wanted to kill David, even though I knew it was, I knew it was in the service of like what we both wanted, but I was like, you're kidding me. I <laughs> yes, can't I know. I stop. I had no I idea until he sent these notes. I'm like, Terry did a lot of webinars. I had no idea, but what's important before David goes on. And I know I said I wasn't going to interrupt him, but I have to for this one. Cause you guys are going <laughs> to love this. They did six webinars for Terry's list and Terry's audience. And those really were the ones that really converted the best. Of course they did because it's her own audience. And they did three for those who were single and three for those who were in a relationship. And I thought this was brilliant. They had already segmented their list. So when they emailed to their list, they knew who were single and who were in a relationship. But if I saw a promo for a program about love and I saw Terry talk about those who are single and those in a relationship, I truly would be like, mm, it's probably not for me. Like I want something for someone who's married because that's where I am right now. And Terry didn't make me decide. She just said, look, if you're in a relationship, this is for you. And imagine how much detailed she could get or how specific she can get in her language on a webinar, whether the free content or when she's selling, when she knows she's only talking to people in relationships or those that are single. Those are very, take it from a girl that was single for a long time. Those are very different worlds. (laughs) And so I absolutely love that you did that. So congrats on huge success with your webinars. And I want to dive into the webinars even a bit more. So talk to me about how you boosted the engagement, because this too was something that I was over the moon excited to hear about. The engagement on your webinars was amazing. So Terry, how did you do that? Well, part of it, again, honestly, was David and I came up with the strategy, but he was the one who would really know the strategy. And because he's got this intuitive way of knowing people, there was different kinds of engagement. And this is what we, we just went for, which is asking them empowering questions, right? So example, what do you want to feel in your relationship? So if it was people who were in, married or in relationships, it would be in your relationship or you know, once you're in a relationship. And then we created a specific thing with all words on it of things that I wanted. And then I would say, please put it in the sidebar, your three words of how you really want to feel in your relationship. And then I took the time out of the webinar to actually read almost every one, the person's name and say what it is that they wanted. Like Jennifer wants to be witnessed. She wants to be cherished. She wants to be loved. 
Betty Sue wants to be respected, wants to be whatever it is, knowing that caring about them specifically makes them so much more engaged in what it is that you're doing. And it was worth putting that time in, right? So if we can amplify, fully amplify, right, what they want in their life and what they're seeking and let them feel seen because they were, it really got people excited. And I think that that was a really big part of the engagement and also promising and coming through with answering all of the questions. I'd ask them to save all the questions until the end so you don't have anyone co-opting the webinar, hijacking the webinar. But then we stayed on as long as it took. So some of these webinars were almost two hours long. Wow. I love that. And you got through all of the questions. You know, I didn't realize that I took an idea from all of you. When we talked weeks ago, it was right before B-School, and I was putting together my B-School webinar, and I created an extra slide that said, like, how do you want to feel in your business? And I did exactly (laughs) what you just said. I put a bunch of words that I know how I want to feel in my business. And then I said, share with me yours. And I didn't even realize I got that idea from you, but now I remember you told me about that. And that's what produced the most engagement in my webinars. And, I, and yeah, and I, this was a marketing webinar. It wasn't one about love and feelings and all that good stuff. This was like how to do strategies, but it still came down to, we all want to feel a certain way, whatever it is that we're doing. So you guys gave right. me a huge gift because you're right. I got so much engagement from that. And one thing Terry did not mention, cause she's humble like that, but they had over 700 to 800 comments when there were just 150 people on live on one of their webinars. Like that's incredible. And just for the record, guys, that is very, very rare. So I just want to give you a lot of credit that your audience was engaged, which is why you had such high converting webinars. But Mm -hmm. I love that you shared, you were asking them questions. And then there was a note here. You said we were always connecting the material of the modules while pitching the program back to them. What did you mean by that? Right. Well, like, let's say it was about self-compassion because, you know, there's different modules, self-awareness, self-knowledge, self-acceptance, self-compassion is the fourth module. So asking them a question, do you always prioritize everyone else's needs above your own? Like just that, bringing it back to how that is not having self-compassion when you do that. So always sort of dropping the different modules content within the webinar and and wherever else we were talking so that people would be familiar with these are the the pillars that create this the love that you're seeking gotcha i love that always tying it back to them and having them validate yes that's me yeah i i totally get it yeah right so you're not saying i think you need this they're saying wow i think i need this So smart. So very smart. I love that. So I hope you all really understood that part. You might need to rewind to listen to it one more time because it's that good. But I really love that tip and I I take it into my own webinars as well. So one final thing I'll say about your launch success is that you and David have subscribed to the concept of a soft sell. Now, first, when I read this, I'm like, oh, I'm a little nervous to bring this up before I got into the notes because I thought I don't want my audience to be afraid to sell on their webinars and through their promos. But then I started to read the notes and I thought, oh, this is a really cool approach because it so speaks to you, Terry. And now that I'm getting to be friends with David, I can see it in him as well. So will uh-huh. you talk to me about this soft sell approach? Because you made a lot of money in your launch, so it's not like <laughs> you didn't sell. So give us a right. little hint. Well, part of it is that we sold in a way that was aligned 
with who we actually both are. So as a psychotherapist and a coach, and obviously this is a coaching program, right? You're not actually psychotherapizing anyone online because it's not possible. Yeah. But there is a, a sensitivity that I would have to, as David would say, not stomping on someone's pain point, right? Join us or you'll never get married and have babies or worse, you'll pass this dysfunctional behaviors onto your children, like really mean, like scaring people. And I think that part of why for so long before David, I didn't know because the soft cell is something that I learned from him. I knew that the hard cell would never work for me, which is, I really believe why I have not successfully done it before he and I partnered is because he taught me and showed me that I could be myself and he respected. So, you know, sometimes he'd be, because he's a master marketer, he'd want to do something and I'd be like, absolutely not. And he's like, okay, I took it off. Like, <laughs> like he wouldn't try to go against it. He'd be like, okay, maybe you're right. Maybe that was too hard. <laughs> but it's sort of like this, it's a casual, friendly sales approach that and, and messaging that resonates with them without trying to scare the crap out of them. Gotcha. And it was so true to who you are and who David is and also because you understood your audience so well, you knew what they were going to respond to the best and freaking them out like you're never going to get married and have babies was really not the way you ever wanted to go. So I love that you said that. And then I know, again, every promo video, every blog post, every message would include join me and one powerful group of women on one transformational adventure starting February 1st. And I just love that. I know David said it earlier, but I wanted to say it again because they had this like little tagline that was so inviting. Join me and one powerful group of women and one transformational adventure starting February 1st. I've never done that before and where I created a little ditty that was cool like that. That was 2018. Oh yeah. Now, <laughs> now, now it's 2018. Join That's them right. in 2018. Yes. I like it. <laughs> That's correct. But we would also say at the end of that little tag, the real love revolution so that you were again, getting brand recognition so that that adventure and that amazing group of women were all associated with the Real Love Revolution. So cool. Yeah, they kept hearing it. They were hearing it from you, the cool tagline, something I've never done before. So anyone listening, that might be something cool to add to the end of your videos leading up into a launch. Really cool. Okay. So we're definitely getting to the end here. And this is the stuff that my audience eats up. They love. And maybe it's the stuff I eat up. So I'm assuming my audience loves this as well, <laughs> but I want to talk about the launch stats. I want you to break it down for us, David. I want you to tell us what was the total revenue and the breakdown of that revenue. How much did you spend on ads conversion stuff? Like the geeky side of all of us that love these details, break it down for us. It was so funny because the webinars were literally like the highlight of my life. It <laughs> you could just feel the energy and you could just see all of the sales coming in. And the total revenue of the entire launch was $441,000. Which around, Yeah. <laughs> Is it still 000. crazy to you, Terry? Is that crazy to you? Yeah. I mean, yep. that's a lot of money. Ugh. Mm -hmm. That's a lot of hard work is what that is, but I love it. Okay. So $441,000. <laughs> Keep going, David. Around 90,000 were in affiliate sales and 162 actually paid in full and 284 paid a monthly $97. That's a lot and, of people to pay in full. So 162 yeah. paid in full. I can't remember, and this is not to toot my own horn. I know we talked about maybe doing a bonus if they paid in full, but I don't remember if you guys did that. Did you? Yes. We oh, did. I love it. Thank you, Amy. Gold stars <laughs> for both of you. So what did you give as a bonus if people paid in full? 
Then they actually got one extra Zoom call, which is a smaller group with Terry for each of the modules, like for each of the five pillars. Nice. So they got a call with Terry in, in a small group setting. Mm-hmm. Right. Where it was video where they could see, oh, cool. not only could they see me, but they could, they could see each other. Oh, that's cool. That's even better. I like it. Okay. Awesome. Great. Great. So that's something you all can think about. If you're going to do a 12 pay, but you're kind of hoping more people would take the full pay add an extra bonus. We do that now with all of our programs and it makes a huge difference. Just look at the button that you, I mean, Amy, we did exactly what you had done with yours. Oh, I love mm. that. Okay, good. Just right there where they click on it and it tells them exactly what they're getting yes. to pay in full. So that's a new thing we implemented in both webinars that convert and courses that convert. When you go to the sales page on the button, what Terry's saying is that it actually gives you a list of everything you get if you do the 12 pay and then everything you get, if you do the full pay and there's like one extra thing, if you do the full pay, so it kind of stands out right on the button. Cool. Yep. forgot we did that. So I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> so David, how much did you guys spend in ads? We spent $4,500 on ads and we were only retargeting people that has been on the webinar back to the card or to the webinar. And we had an average conversion live with affiliate. It was down to 8%, but in average, it was 17%. And the best live rate was actually 45 on on a single webinar with Terry's audience herself. And the open rate during our entire campaign was around 55%. Wow, that's huge. Okay, before you get into the then and now, because this is a good part where what things look like before and what they look like now, just to break that up a little bit, that's crazy that they only spent $4,500 in Facebook ads. And like you said, they use some of that money to invite people to the webinars and then a lot of that money to retarget those that were on the webinar. Now, the reason why I believe they only had to spend $4,500 on ads to make $441,000 is because of all the work they did up front. So if you have a really tight budget and you can't spend a lot of money on Facebook ads, then you definitely want to get out in front of this, start building your list, engaging with your list, creating those videos or doing the blog post or whatever it takes. But would you guys agree that all that work up front definitely probably saved you a lot of money in trying to find your audience with ads? Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> most definitely. That's I can't even believe how little you spent on ads to get that launch success. So that kudos to you. That's amazing. Okay. So break us down into the then and now, David, I want to hear this. Well, before the list was around 12,000 and the open rate was as low as 12% some weeks, but the email list now is closer to 30. It's 27,000 and the open rate is between 26 and 27%. So I feel like you said in one of your podcasts that the email list is like the beating heart of your business. Yes. So I really feel that we had cholesterol problems when we started working (laughs) with Terry. (laughs) Huge, like really just waiting for the heart attack. And now I feel like we're healthy again and we're gonna we're gonna work towards getting 35 and 40. The Facebook was around eight thousand likes, um, but thankfully we have this amazing friend called Stephen Akinson and his group of uh, your digital formula. And that's like a little group of Facebook pages in this field of transformational field that helps promoting each other. So we grew that Facebook page to 150,000 and massive engagement. But wait, huge- so so aim, hold on. Did you get that? I'm confused about this group you're talking about. Tell me about okay, that again. Sorry. Yeah, it's okay. So Facebook. So the the change in the Facebook page, part of it was David's connection with a friend of ours who is a friend of mine now that I met through David, Stephen Aitchison, 
And he's got something called Your Digital Formula. And really, his group of heart-centered Facebook pages, so they help to promote each other. And it was very inexpensive to join that group. And I had, you know, our social media person was, took the course that he has and learned how to grow the pages with organic engagement and not not boosting financially. So between, I mean, luckily for me, it was David's connection to Stephen, but this really is what turned the Facebook situation around as well as all of the other ideas that David had and how we were changing the platform. So I do, we just wanted to shout out to Stephen Aitchison and your digital formula because it really was a game changer for the Facebook page. Okay. I'm going to link to that because I'm sure people are listening like, what? I want to know more about that. I'm going to link to it in my show notes, amyporterfield.com forward slash 150. So we'll definitely do that. And you're talking about your Facebook page. So we're not even talking about a group. We're talking about you went from 8,000 fans to over 150,000 fans in massive engagement. Is that right? Yes. Cool. Yes. Okay. I'm so glad that you guys brought that up. That's awesome. Okay. Keep us going, David. YouTube was around 2,000 subscribers. There was literally no comments and no engagement. <laughs> I and love that then... Terry laughs at that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I wonder why. <laughs> and now it's around 4,000, but we have massive engagement. We have thousands of comments and it's just growing and growing faster and faster. We have videos before that were around average of 300 to 400 likes. And now they are going up to 10,000 and climbing towards 20,000. And everyone has a lead magnet. So every day they're just like building and building and building our tribe. So oh my it's amazing. Gosh. I love it. I'm going to link to Terry's YouTube channel in the show notes for sure. You guys have to check it out. Whether you're in a relationship or single, you're going to fall in love with this woman. So definitely <laughs> I'll link to it. Now, how about the free Facebook group? How many people are in there right now? We have almost 3,000 and 3, it's still 000. very active with weekly questions. And we have a monthly Facebook broadcast or a Facebook live stream with Q&A with Terry and people are sending in questions and they're super engaged. And I think it's so good because the people who couldn't join this time, they're still kind of being in the Terry Cole experience until next year. So cool. So just like Terry mentioned earlier, she's still engaging in that group. She's still doing her live streams through Facebook video. So it's still active. And of course, when they open their program again in February, 2018, this group is going to be ready to buy because now they have tons of time to nurture this group. So it's all about the habit and the ritual of getting in there even after the launch. So love that for sure. Now, let's talk a little bit about Debrief. I said we were wrapping up, but I do want to get into a little bit about what you would do differently or what you will never do again. So <laughs> let's start there with never again, because even with a hugely successful launch, there's always stuff that you're like, oh, heck no, that's not going to happen again. So David, walk us through just a few of those. Well, I will never, ever do a webinar on the go again. Like all the landing pages, all the email copy and all the different schedules and the pre-written and pre-tested stuff. Like we don't want to do that on the go. And we had a lot of influencers and it just requires so much more time than you think. And especially when you're a testing freak, like you just need to be at least a month ahead. So less is literally more. I would rather have fewer webinars that were terrorist webinars because they convert better. Because when you have lots of different influencers, it's a very fragmented pitch. It's a very, it's many narratives coming together to, to lead them to the program. So it's better to focus on terrorist narrative because we kind of perfected that one. I would never do copy on the go again. <laughs> it kind of feels good to be flexible, 
but it should always be like an editor or a copywriter reading over it, or at least have like a day or two to kind of digest your own copy, especially when it's sales copy going out to 10,000 people. <laughs> awesome. And then doing the tech, like next year, definitely somebody taking care of all the tech and checking everything because you can't do everything at the same time. We were just like two people doing this entire launch. And of course, we had some help from our team, but it was just too much pressure on us at some of these webinars. <laughs> okay. I love the hashtag. We have notes, as I told you guys, and it says hashtag Valium. So yeah, <laughs> <laughs> seriously, launches could drive you to insanity, especially when you're doing it, a lot of it on your own. And so yeah. I love what David said, no more on the go. And everyone who's done a launch has experienced this. The night before or one hour before an email is supposed to go out, you're typing away like a crazy person. And then you <laughs> learn that that will never happen again. So oh, David, I've so been there. I get it. It's nerve wracking for sure. Mm -hmm. So that's a lot of good stuff. Like never again, no more webinars on the go, copy on the go and all the tech stuff, getting a project manager. And this is what's perfect. I do believe that they should have done this launch just how they've done it, you know, in the trenches, doing most of the work themselves. Now they've proved it can be successful. So now this is where you reinvest your money and say, okay, project manager, for sure. I'm not going to kill myself again, but usually it happens on the second one. And I do have to say, I know we're going to wrap up and we've got one more little section, but I love the fact that they're talking about launching again. Instead of this was a huge success, now what am I going to go create? Like, mm -mm. no, that you've put in way too much work to not do this again and again and again. So I absolutely commend you for that. I love it. Okay. So after we've gone through this list of what we will never do again, how about next time? Terry, share a few things that you'd love to do next time around. I mean, we would keep the content sharing because I love that, you know, so the Facebook group, the free one, like I really do love all of the engagement, even if it can be a little bit overwhelming, certainly during the webinars and all of that, continuing to build the YouTube and really focusing now more on the five pillars and the pain points that they're actually experienced, like what is relevant for this tribe in a more expanded way, because we have, we have even more time or, or the same amount of time. And now what I'm really excited to do is share the testimonials from this group and more sort of behind the scenes, Real Love Revolution updates and like after Real Love Revolution. So we're going to have people staying in touch with us because, I mean, the transformations are happening at a rapid rate within the group, like life altering things. And so we know that we're going to have a lot of testimonials. We're hoping to add a thousand new leads to the waiting list per month. This is, you know, D David set the bar. I was like, okay, that sounds good. Um, <laughs> and another thing, and this is actually was a really smart, smart thing to do this time around. And it was a combination of David and another friend of mine, Susie Belson, of getting 20 journalists who are taking the program this time around. Oh, I like it. So the journalists are in the program now, and then next time around, they're going to talk about it. Yes, many of them are writing about it now, want to write about it. Cosmo, like there's a, there's a bunch of high-profile journalists. And another thing that was amazing is that you, our friend of both of ours, Danielle Laporte, mm -hmm. she was a huge supporter and she's currently taking the course and she promoted the hell out of it. She is not an affiliate. Her whole entire team is doing the course. She did a free webinar with me to basically introduce me to her tribe and was very clear to tell them she's not an affiliate because 
she really knows that it works and she has benefited from my work for many years as a very close friend and really is just so excited to share my strategies with her tribe. And that's like generosity on a very super high level. And I really appreciate that. Now, I don't expect her to do that again next year, but there is something really impactful about that because her profile is very high. And I feel like, I mean, David, how many sales do you think probably came through D? It must have been from 50 to 100. I think wow. a lot of, because this type of high ticket sales, I saw that a lot of them, they were on our list or they were on YouTube. They went to the lead magnet and they did one, two or three webinars or maybe four webinars before they bought the program. So I think a lot of these different things, it just created more and more validation and more and more credibility. And eventually they bought the program. So it's not just like one thing. <laughs> I absolutely right. love that. I just feel like getting the influencers and those online celebs and the journalists involved. I've never really done that. And I've seen it though, make a huge difference. So you're so smart. Okay. One thing you guys have is patience because you're thinking, okay, they're in the program. Now we know in a year from now, almost we know the value that's going to come from that. So patience yep. definitely wins out here. Mm-hmm. I can't wait to have you guys on next year after your launch and to talk about the seven-figure launch that you've done and all the lives you've impacted. Do I have your promise that you'll come back on, please? Um, yeah. I'm still starstruck, Amy. So I'm like, I'm going to work hard just to get on your podcast. (laughs) Oh my gosh, David. I can't even wait till you guys come back on. And I cannot thank you both enough for breaking down your entire success of your launch, specifically the pre-launch strategy. Really, you two are what inspired me. You two and my friend that I talked about last week on the episode inspired me to create this pre-launch blueprint because I know it works. I've seen it work over and over again. You two are the perfect case study for that. So I appreciate you sharing that. And I want to give you both just a final chance to kind of wrap up with me, but I want to give a shout out for David because I mentioned in the intro that David is an expert at helping to create and promote high ticket transformational programs. And there's many of you listening that you're thinking, that's what I want to create. And that's what I've been struggling with. And I want you to go over to his page and get his high ticket transformation strategy. And there's these seven questions that you've got to answer so that you can make a six-figure coaching program. And so, David, where do they go if they want to create this high-ticket transformational program and launch it? Where do they go to get this information? They just go to my homepage, davidvox.com, and it will be all over the homepage because (laughs) it is my favorite, favorite thing that I have created after doing 150 of these programs now. (laughs) Like You know what works, which is so cool. And now you not only know how to create them, now you know how to launch them. You have this great case study. I cannot even imagine what's going to come after this. So davidvox.com, I'll put it in the show notes for sure. So David, thank you so much for sharing that. I think you're going to get a lot of traffic there because it's such a great opportunity for sure. So this is a freebie guys that you can check out. And Terry, thank you so much for being on the show. I want you to share what you've got coming up as well. Well, we're going to be doing actually a boundary boot camp challenge because I find that drawing effective boundaries with ease and grace is something that my demographic really, really struggles with. Um, a lot of people think boundaries is like a bad word. It means you have to have a fight with someone, which it doesn't. So in the, the Real Love Revolution waiting list group that David was talking about, so all they need to do is just go to terrycole.com forward slash R-L-R. And that will bring them into where you had described before, and they can go to the Facebook group from there. 
Perfect. Okay. I'll put it in the show notes as well, but also you've got the URL that you guys can go to, to jump on that. So boundary bootcamp challenge. I might have to sign up for that. I definitely, <laughs> I definitely am Terry's demographic. That's why I love her so much. So that's awesome. Guys, thank you so much for being on the show. This is a treat. I know we, this is a long episode, but this is a full on training for people that want to do what you've done. So you've just given a huge gift to my audience. Thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much, Amy. We love you. <laughs> Thanks, thank you, Amy. Thank you. Thank you guys so much. I'll talk to you soon. Take care. Bye. Bye. So there you have it. I hope you enjoyed this interview as much as I absolutely love speaking with both Terry and David. I thought it was so cool that we got to see what they did in their pre-launch. And then you got to see the reward of what their success looked like once they launched their product. If you can put the time into your pre-launch, you will see the rewards inside of your launch. That I feel very confident about. So all the links that we talked about in this episode can be found at amyporterfield.com forward slash 150. So amyporterfield.com forward slash 150. Also, next week, we are talking to Jill Statton of Screw the 9 to 5, and it will be part two of my Facebook group mini training. Now, weeks ago, I did part one, and Jill was supposed to follow right after, and a few things got mixed up on my end. So we've been waiting for her episode to go live. I'm so excited that it is going live. And so that's episode 151, and you'll learn how she went from about 7,000 fans to over 38,000 fans in her free Facebook community. And she did this all in one year. So I can't wait for you to hear all of the details in next week's episode about building a free community via a Facebook group. You're going to love it. Okay. I'll see you next week in episode number 151. Until then, have a beautiful week. Bye for now. Thanks for listening to the Online Marketing Made Easy podcast at www.amyporterfield.com. 